0: What's up? Welcome to the On My Heart podcast. My name is Scarlett, and I have always loved talking to people and hearing their stories of how God has worked in their lives. Having this podcast is just my way I can share these testimonies with you and yours. Thank you all for being a part of this journey with me. It truly means so much. Please enjoy today's testimony. Welcome back to another episode. I'm really excited to have Trey on the podcast. I think everybody has been waiting for this episode because I alluded to it in the first episode. When I talked about hearing a coworker's testimony, that really pushed me over the edge to do this podcast. So I'm so excited to have him on here. I uh, met Trey while working at the YMCA, and I uh, we were working together one afternoon in the summer. And I just decided to ask him the question I was working on that summer, which was what was his testimony. And if I asked him, you know, if he feels comfortable sharing, and he told me his story, that was truly so amazing. I told so many people about it because it truly touched my life and um, just made me so thankful that God is the one who takes our stories and takes our life and, and leads them in a way that we could never, better than we could ever um, do ourselves. So thank you so much, Trey, for being on the podcast today.
1: I appreciate you, Scar. You have created such an uh, anticipation. Uh, it's, 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 it's kind of exciting and mind blowing, uh, but I thank you for allowing me to be here. And I don't of know course. what's going. I don't really know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> hey, that's uh, okay. I don't, you know, I don't rehearse, uh, but I do believe that whatever be said, um, I hope it meets your expectation, and God be glorified. Yeah, but that's
0: not even my expectation. I hope God is glorified, and I hope people are encouraged, and I hope um, for me to be encouraged too. I know I was encouraged the first time, so let's let's do this round two. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. All right, round so. two. <laughs> So um, I'll go ahead and start by asking um, if you would share your testimony um, with me.
1: So I'll just start off like I always start then. For me, life starts or begins at three years old. I remember being in my room one night and I can just see it vividly. I was in my room playing with a yellow and red Power Ranger, the Mighty Morphin kind. I don't know what up, what's out now. The real Power Rangers.
0: <laughs> <There> <laughs> but I'm go. in my
1: room, I'm playing right and all of a sudden I started hearing a lot of loud noise, right? A lot of rumbling things. So I come out the room and uh, my room's like here. And then my parents' room was right to the right. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I walked into the threshold of their door, um, I saw them in a physical altercation. Like I saw punches being thrown mm-hmm. and bodies being thrown and Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm sitting here three years old watching this and, um, it just became silent. Like it was so loud, Mm -hmm. but silent.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Almost like I, I got blanked out. Mm
0: -hmm. And,
1: um, it's funny because I've been able to hear both of my parents' side of this story too and their side, they said once they noticed I was there watching, that they were trying to get my attention. You know, mm-hmm. you know, come here, Trey, hey, Trey. They said I wouldn't move. And so for me, life began there. That's my earliest memory. From there, I did. I grew up seeing a lot of uh, domestic violence. I, I really thought it was normal, not yeah. just in my household, but in the people around me, other relationships. Yeah. Um, it just was a a norm of mm-hmm. uh, so much so to, even though I grew up hating it, at some point I became it yeah. and participated, not even knowing when it started. It, it, mm-hmm. was, just, it was just embedded it around. It was in you, yeah. You know, and uh, like I said, I, I hated it, but became it. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but so from there, you know, immediately, I would say, this just three pick back up at like five um now I, I could remember my dad left mm. and now it's me my mom and my little sister mm-hmm. right and so we're standing at this apartment and we you know coming home and you see your door kicked in yeah and the whole apartment trashed and now you have to go live with a relative and, and you know it'll be me my mom and sister all in a bedroom at an auntie's yeah. house wow. right for a couple Maybe a couple of months and now I'm transferring school and this is this is the cycle from five to nine difference. Yeah. Mm. A different school yep, every different three school. to six months, a different address every three to six months. Yeah. So it was it was kind of difficult then because I was always a new guy. But now as an adult, I kinda, I kind of have like a little just a little bit of celebrity <laughs> <laughs> because I know so many people. Yeah. Right. But it's like, you know. Oh, I guess a gift came from the curse or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but so around eight and nine, uh, things I continue to see the same patterns. You know, between my parents, and um, I began to be the I began to be the child that my mom would push out, and she would mm. bring my sister in. And it was a lot of, you know, um, I hate you. You look just like your dad, mm. I can't stand you get out of my house, call mm-hmm. somebody. And so I'm eight years old, picking up the phone, you know, dad, um, can you come get me? And he like, I, I can't come get you. Yeah. And I hang up and I'm gonna call somebody else. And I'm calling you know, my wow. grandparents. And you know, my, my grandparents would come get me um, and I would go with them for like two weeks at a time, yeah. come back and it just start over, right? Yep. Um, so I can remember, and, and so how they translated in school was at that time I was in of the let me see of the having to call so many relatives to come get me i I was in fourth grade mm-hmm. and I was also in fourth grade I was also the only black kid in the class mm. i i don't when not when I say that it's not to be racial right, but it was Fact.
0: That was what it was, yeah.
1: I was the only black kid in the class. First, the class started out with two. It was me and a little girl. Her parents took her. I stayed. Honestly, I did experience a lot of uh, discrimination,
0: mm-hmm.
1: even just being better at certain things. Mm-hmm. And my other kids complain. Now, Trey can't play. Right. I can't play kickball. I can't yeah. play basketball, and I'm sitting every recess on the curb. And I and on the flip side, um, it also things that I was going through at home.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, you know, you can't too much say. You can't too much tell your mama off. Right. right. <laughs> at least, at least that where I'm from. Mm-hmm. You you can't tell your mom off. Right. And you find <laughs> your face on the floor.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you get in trouble big <laughs> you time. Know? and
1: so. And so the thing was, the way that the, the way of escape was at school. Yeah. And even for me being an educator, I know we hadn't got to this part of my story, but me as an educator, I understand when children act out. Right. Because, especially if I hadn't done it. If they're not right. mad at me from yesterday or something I right. like <laughs> did, then, hey, I understand. They're, it right. came from another place. And so right. for me, I can give grace there.
0: Looking where, trying to look where maybe their heads faces because right. you There's never a way know what it. somebody's going through and like you in that position in middle school people didn't know what was going on um so you have to have that extra grace for
1: people right right um and so you know so i that was three to eight so nine life completely turns upside down mm. for me my mom um she starts to try to turn her life around mm-hmm. and now she wants to be saved and you know, we went from kind of thugging it out together <laughs> to all of a sudden she's at church three days a week, yeah. and of course we're the kids; we have to go, right. you know. And so I'm in the church, like, what are y'all talking like, about? What's going on? Like, what? You've
0: never been here before, you know. And I'm,
1: who are these people? For one, mm-hmm. why are we here so long? Right. Why did we drive so far? Right. And then why are y'all looking at me like that? Mm. Why why do I have to be the crazy one? I think you the crazy one. <laughs> right. What are you talking about? Hubba, bubba, what are you saying? Right. <laughs> and exactly. so 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 that's me, but it so my mom's going through a transition. Mm-hmm. Now my mom she got married. Um and the guy he was very well off. He moved us moved us to a nice big house in Arlington and now I'm really like the sore thumb like I'm sticking out like a cactus <laughs> like the cactus in a tropical forest <laughs> right you're like oh uh, because it, it you know there's a lot
0: of changes it is to you, which it I remember is. you saying too that because of those changes it made you even more angry is that right and it, and act out in certain ways at school even leading to like you being expelled so, several times I remember you saying
1: so a lot of it literally in those ages um specifically, I would say seven to 11, I did deal with a lot of hurt, anger, insecurity. How would, like, how do you think it translates to a child right. when your mother says, like, your mama, say, I don't want you. Right. And then your daddy look at you and say, you can't come here.
0: Right. Mm.
1: <laughs> so um, it did. And again. Just the
0: lack of love. I mean.
1: Ag- again, you're looking at these people to be the ones that care for you, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but it, it just wasn't it for me. And so, yes, I will go to school. I'm mad yeah. going. And if I get to school and teachers don't know. Right. I had a teacher being pitted. You're supposed to have an erasable pen. hmm the principal was explaining to my mom what type of expen- suspension it was. She was like, "We're expelling him." She was talking about you have to go. You have to go through the process of getting it get appealed. He would have to at least be out eleven days. Mm-hmm. this said that, that, and my mom said, like the, the weirdest thing. She said, "Oh, don't worry about it." Mm. you're not going to see him again. Mm. And me and the principal look at each other like, what? And what? the principal was yeah. like, no, no, no. Like, He has to serve, he has to be gone this amount of time, but he can come back. Mama was like, no, don't worry about it. Mm. And I didn't know what to expect. She gave me the slip, and we're looking at each other with puppy dog eyes. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to my locker to clean it out, take all the books out. And it's fun, I told you there's always just one teacher, Miss Gold. She was my, she was the science teacher at that time. Mm-hmm. She came out because a student came out saw me unpacking my locker. Mm-hmm. And so I said, What happened? So it spread it around like that fast, mm-hmm. like COVID. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> bad bad reference. <really. laughs> but it just spread it so fast. And Miss Gold stopped her class and came and knocked on Oh uh, Well, I want to say the mean lady name, <laughs> but she knocked on that teacher's door, and she just went in. You knew all he had was one more. Mm. You did it on purpose. Mm. And um, then, you know, they kind of went back and forth, and she just grabbed me and held me, Mm. and we just kind of cried, right? Mm. Uh, I went on and walked home. When I got home, all my belongings were in four black trash bags.
0: Mm. Wow. And
1: uh, I think I was... I think I either just turned 12 or getting ready to turn 12. Wow. I didn't even take mm. Um. I just, again, four trash bags packed before I got home and I lived right down the street. At the time, we mm. lived right down the street from a school walking distance. Wow. And I'm like, man, ah. Uh, that was our regular visitation time for me and my sister to go visit. My dad, we went. Mm -hmm. We had like every other weekend-type rotation. Mm -hmm. Um, So we drove to Sam's on Covenant Pike. Mm -hmm. That was our meeting spot. And my mom popped the trunk. And um, my dad was like, what's all this? And she was like, this is his stuff. He can't be with me. Mm. This, and that. And he was like, he can't, he can't come with me, either. and so I'm watching them. And
0: you don't have.
1: I'm watching a place. them argue about how they don't want me, and right then it's just like life just caved, mm-hmm. like everything just broke. Right. The tears like build up in my eyes, mm-hmm. and it just went back down. It was like breaking
0: mm-hmm.
1: at twelve, and so from from there we had. Ugly, ugly uh, custody battles. I end up being able to go back to their school um, just just to be expelled. It was So I was popular amongst mm-hmm. the students. Mm-hmm. The teachers didn't like me. Right. Admin didn't like me, but the students, the loved students loved like, me. Yeah. And so now I'm there seventh grade. It was like a grace of God that I passed sixth grade because I did <laughs> not take TCAP. Because yeah. I was not, and that happened like in March. I didn't finish March To May, Mm. Um, and so even on registration day, they was like, "Yo, we don't see his name in the Mm. seventh grade pal And it's like, "Whoa, what happened?" And they was like, "Well, give us a minute." I think they just like, "Hey, send send that boy on, Mm. (laughs) like send him on." And uh, but anyway, so it's like I was very, very just popular amongst my peers, right? And certain teachers do find that intimidating mm-hmm. and teachers would tell my grandmother like man they listen to him before they listen He's to a us. Leader, yeah. The principal told my grandmother we are afraid of how much power Trey has mm-hmm. over the students mm-hmm. and, and so I would be constantly picked at mm-hmm. by teachers. Mm-hmm. Oh. Me and the group of people, like, we, we're going to gym, and so we're all crowded around, we're talking, we're laughing, just like everybody in the hallway. But they come to me and say, break up this gang.
0: Right. What? Right. What do you mean? Was talking, yeah.
1: We're just, we're telling jokes, we're talking right. about knockout, who's getting ready to win this knockout right. game in the gym because we all thought we were Steph Curry before Steph Curry was Steph Curry. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: you know, but it's like, oh, it's a game. Mm-hmm. And and I I, I do used to speak up. Why do we have to be a gang? Right. We're we're in line. Get ready to go to the gym? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Now here comes the security. Here comes the the, the, the officer of the school, and mm-hmm. now he wants to get physical with me. And I'll be honest. I thought for a long time. I, it took me a while to learn to learn real love mm-hmm. uh, because I lacked it. I I, I, la- it la- I lacked so right. much of it growing up right. that. I thought when I entertained, and people were calling my name, I thought that was love. I thought when I you know, would act a fool, or say something crazy, or do something crazy, like, then they was like, oh man, did you see, I'm thinking that's love. Mm -hmm. But really it was just entertainment, and I was hurting myself. But now I'm going back and forth with this officer, because first he roughhousing me for no Mm -hmm. reason, and um, I just remember from like that day, He grabbed me, and the teacher hit me with her clipboard, mm. and I turned around and smacked it up.
0: Yeah, and
1: it kind of popped her in the face. It was not my intention. Right. It just happened. Right. Well, there it is.
0: Second, Ex- Ex- yeah. There,
1: you're out of there.
0: Uh, yeah. Mm.
1: So then, uh, and while all that's happening, so while all that's happening. I'm still. We're still going through this custody battle. We're still going through with the things with my mom being kicked out, and she's pulling up on me, giving me letters, and mm. I'm like I, I don't understand. And you're that. a kid, yeah. I, I would read the letter, and it's like, "Oh, I love you," and I, I throw it back. Like right. you, you can't love me. Right. You can't love me because you dropped me off on the doorstep. Right. With those trash bags, mm-hmm. and so it's at that time. Don't talk to me about church. Don't right. talk to me about God. None of it, because this were, this were, these were people right. like my mom, like, all in the in my life, She's good in my She's yeah. married. She's married to a minister of music, like these big church posts. Like, mm. uh, I'm good. Right. Truth be told though, I would secretly pray mm. as, a, as a child, because one day at one of the revivals, I did not want to go to. Mm something really got a hold of me. Yeah. Literally, I remember sitting there with an Old Navy jumpsuit on. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, man, what what are they doing? But the spirit got so high. Mm. And I'm just watching, and um, all I know is I went from standing up straight, blacked out. Mm. When I came to, I was laying on the floor, eyes wet, face just drenched and I'm like how did I get like who pushed me on this floor how did I get down here uh, but I knew I knew um I, I could feel God's spirit right
0: you needed and, that you needed that humbling yeah
1: and um I would secretly search for that
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I would secretly pray even though I didn't want to do anything outwardly mm-hmm. uh, but so yes from sixth grade now I'm going to fast forward a little bit um from sixth grade all the way until I was a maybe sophomore in college, or mm-hmm. my sec- I'm going to say my second and a half, third year in college, mm-hmm. something like that. Yep. Um, I, was, I was just in a constant cycle and phase of rebellion, anger, mm-hmm. insecurity, trust issues, and I, I, I developed habits to try to cope Uh, Dealt with a lot of heartbreak, people taking things from me, and um, just experiencing, like, bad coaches. And, like, no one ever, no matter where I went, no one ever asked why. No one ever pulled me to the side. and was like, man, Trey, why do you respond like that? Right. Nobody. And so when I, me, you know, in my life and as an educator, this is what I do. When I encounter people, my first question is, why?
0: Yeah. Mm Because you'll
1: find out a lot. You'll find out that, you know, you'll find out the root, and you'll find out how to really help. See, I was expelled, sixth grade, seventh grade, was able to come back. Mm
0: -hmm. Like you said earlier, um, talking about how you are now that educator, which is so amazing to me, this full circle moment of all this pain, all the... Um, lack of love, um, the abuse. How did that lead you to be the teacher? Like you're a teacher now, and after an experience like that, for me, I would be like, I'd never want to go near school again. Kept thing. now, and you are the person now that asks the why. So, um, talk about that. Like, talk about how you um, are to your students now, and, and looking at others, not knowing what they may have going on um, because of. Um, because really, because of the love of God in you, Him humbling you and Him um, loving you, how has that made the difference in you being a teacher today?
1: So, I, first of all, I love working with students. Mm-hmm. I, at this point, I have worked with every age group, and mm-hmm. even now in high, I'm working in higher ed, mm-hmm. um, and but for me my experiences i always knew before i got saved before any of that um, i knew i wanted to use my life as a tool to help others Mm. like i i knew it when i still had all the bad habits Mm. you know i never was the person like I'm down and I'm just gonna stay down. Mm. I always knew, I didn't know how. I didn't know God was gonna come in my life and completely change my life, right. but I always knew and said, I'm gonna overcome all of this one day and I'm gonna use my life, like it was in my heart to use my life as a tool to help others. Yeah. I just didn't know it would be through the word and through the light of Christ. I didn't know that part, Right. Uh, but I knew like, man, I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this pain, use this trouble. So going into education, hey, I understand where teachers and admin mess up Mm -hmm. because I experienced it. And so
0: so you can do a different approach than you had that was frustrating to you.
1: It was my desire immediately to be the person that I needed
0: Mm -hmm.
1: when I stepped into that school. I said, let me be who I needed. Yeah. And so every day I can do that. And so I can just tell you uh, real quick about my first day on the job as a teacher. I was twelfth mm-hmm. grade. I first, yeah, I was a twelfth grade English teacher and eleventh grade English teacher. I mm-hmm. taught 11, 12th grade first first year. On my first day of, I started late. First day of work, um, school was already about two, three weeks in, mm-hmm. and so they're trying to transition me into the class. And so it's like, hey, Mr. Moore, let's. At the, at, the, at the beginning of the bell, we're going to go take you to where your classes are, let you introduce yourself so they'll know who you are. I, I don't know who came up with that good idea, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, let's 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 let you introduce yourself and then so they can know who to expect. Mm. And I, I didn't, you know, I'm like, uh. <laughs> but I'm like, hey, because I almost like an elevator pitch, you know, <laughs> hey, I'm Mr. Morris. I'm going to be, you know, like, nah, but anyway, so I did it. Mm-hmm. That's what they asked me to do. I kid you not. I had one class so rough when I came in there. They was like, "Man, who is this dude?" You know, and one one young man really went in. Mm. I'm talking about started cussing and everything. Mm. And and so the admin that was bring that escorted me in. She felt the need to defend me. I was like, "Hold on, hold on, let him finish. Mm. Let him finish." Uh, because I recognized it. Mm. I didn't know him, but I recognized his pain. And so
0: you could help him and you
1: And so immediately, listened. so immediately I'm like, Oh, this is perfect. Even though he's cursing me out mm. and students are laughing, I'm like, oh, this is a perfect situation because mm. I know if I win him, i won them,
0: mm. and so
1: I told her like, "No, no let them finish." And she wanted to discipline. I'm like, "No, no, no, don't do that. I have to teach this class. Come on, man, let's talk."
0: Mm.
1: So oh, I took him in the hallway, because one thing I knew, I didn't do it. Mm. Whatever he was mad at, I didn't do it. Mm. So I don't have to be offended. Right? I don't, and I don't. I, like, I'm the type of person. I feel like my authority is never in question. Because I'm not trying to flex it,
0: mm. like
1: I'm just confident.
0: Yeah, you know what teacher, I'm saying. Yeah. And
1: so, yeah, I'm the teacher. Whoop de do. Mm. Like I'm me. Right. Just I'm just being a teacher. So, right. uh, I pull him to the side. Come to find out, man, he's in 12th grade. You know, home situation is crazy. Mm. He wants to drop out. He, you know, he doesn't feel love and supported at home like that. And I'm like, I knew I recognized right. it. Right. And so. I saw it as an invitation, instead of an offense, mm-hmm. and so from there, like it just happened. That particular student, him and I, still talk to this day. Wow! He's uh, he's getting ready to graduate from the Air Force, um, and it you know just so many of those experiences. So I'm the teacher, that. All the students want to be in my class. Mm. I have to push them out. Go to your next class, mm. Mr. Moore. Please let me stay. Let me mm. stay. So I had like I had like a table, of for the extras.
0: Mm. They're
1: not on my roll. Right, but,
0: but they want to stay. there. They
1: want to stay, and so I would literally email my colleagues like, Hey, so and so is in my class.
0: Uh, Come get your or- students. <laughs> I would say he or
1: she is, you know, just doing your work. Yeah, I'll make sure they go turn it in at the bell. It come to my colleagues started to have a problem with, you know, it's like all the students were listening to me. Right. Two months in, the principal asked me to address the staff about uh, how to create classroom culture mm-hmm. and engaging. Yeah. And she was like, you know, tell it. And so I started with telling them kind of, kind of what we're doing. How to do I it. told them, yeah. no, not how to do it. I started off by telling them about the, the drug addictions I had, right. about the troubles I had, about going to jail three different times, mm-hmm. being expelled three different times.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they were looking like, what? Right. And I'm like, yeah, so don't ever say or try to claim what that student is going to be because I went through that right. and now I'm your colleague and I'm up right. here as the keynote speaker. And what is,
0: the, what is the, what is the, what is the, what is like the difference in that? And the difference was. Like you said, that moment of God humbling you, changing your life to um, Christ living in you instead of living what you were. It's how that, that verse it talks about um, is not the life that you were, but what you are now. Yeah. And um, that also, like, that is just incredible transformation of being what you went through in school and in different problems in your home life to being a teacher, to speaking to this audience. And so you just never know what god is going to do um that that reminds me of a verse and um, it talks about now unto him that is able to do abundantly exceedingly abundantly Abundantly above that you ask or think taking you from one aspect to somewhere where you're from being expelled in school three times from going to jail now you're talking to your colleagues you're speaking to them showing them how to or explaining how to Not judge others, to to not to have grace with people because you don't know what they're going through. To um, listen and and try to um, help that relationship instead of destroy it. Um, And then also reminds me of a verse. I wrote a couple things down. God comforts us so we can comfort with that same comfort that He gave to us to others. So what you went through, the lessons that He taught you, um, you were able to do with another student to help them. And that's just so amazing to me. And and then I know I've mentioned a couple of verses, just several come to mind. And the last time that we talked, we talked about how when God transformed your life, He starts aligning your life with scriptures, things yes. that you're doing. When you're walking with Christ, you're aligning with His Word. And why is that? Because the John talks about that Um, Jesus is the Word, so when you're walking with Him, you're walking with the Word. And so, I know I've mentioned several verses like that, but I just want to continue on for one more. Um, When it talks about um, that, when you were talking about that you were unwanted, um, the parallel to that is Jesus says, come in Matthew 11, Jesus says, come to me. And from being unwanted to wanted and finding that fulfillment only in Christ, from maybe trying to drown that out and, and drugs like you talked about, going to jail, different things, and now Christ being that for you, Christ being that rock, that home for you. Mm-hmm. Just the parallels and just like I said, walking how um, when we're walking with Christ, we're walking with the scriptures because he is the word. And so yeah. I think that's so beautiful. And this the transformation. I don't even know if I've seen anything like that exactly. Um, you're the only person I know like that where it's like, you hated school, being in, expelled, all this <laughs> stuff. To now, you're a teacher. That's amazing. We need good teachers. Yeah. Um, and so, speaking about the word and all those verses I mentioned, um, I hate to um, wrap it up. We gotta wrap it up at some point. But what is a um, what's a life? What's a verse that has meant a lot to you, or what is one of your favorite verses that you would wish to share people with people?
1: Right now, <coughs> I am. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, right now, I, I am living. Um, 1 Peter 5 and 10. I am living it. And,
0: Let me read um,
1: that. I have it pulled up you have it? on the Amplifier. I'm going to read all the right. Amplifier version. You're going to love it. Watch this. I'm <laughs> living it. I promise you. So it says uh, After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who imparts his blessings and favor, who called you to his own eternal glory in Christ, will himself complete, confirm, strengthen, and establish you, making you what you ought to be, mm. to him being dominion, power, authority, and sovereignty forever and ever. So this is what sticks wow. to me. This is what sticks to me. Yeah, He said, after you suffer, God himself is going to complete, confirm, Strengthened and established, and mm-hmm. I can look back over my journey and see those steps, right? And so it made sense why certain things had to Happened. be,
0: had to happen, yeah. Like
1: it had to, no other way possible because if not, I wouldn't be who I am today. Right. And then, see, you wouldn't be able to
0: help those people, who but it's a, help a promise,
1: today. it's a promise in the mm. scripture. It doesn't say God promised you, but it's a promise.
0: Well, he didn't say it might happen. It says He will strengthen and establish you. And
1: so it even challenges how, it's so much wrapped up in the scripture because it even challenges how we go through. Mm. Reading the scripture, no matter what we face in life now, we should think about it as one, it has a time clock. Mm. Two, God's watching how I go through. Mm. Three, when the clock runs out, he's going to cover, complete, mm. strengthen, and establish. Yeah. And even now, just personally, I feel like I'm just now. Like I'm not even. Com- he God hasn't even completed the whole scripture in mm-hmm. me, but
0: he's still working on you. Yeah, and, yeah and, we're and, still and, being perfected.
1: But even just the scripture, like, like just now, because you know we just had this. We met last year. Mm but I had already been this. Mm-hmm. But the establishing, like it, it's, it's so beautiful because in that scripture, I just see time. I see so much. It's just so much God's beauty. God's
0: purposes and His timing. But yeah. that,
1: that scripture right now, 1 Peter uh, 5 and 10, is really, really I'm blessing me. I'm so glad
0: me. you pointed that out. And that that is just such a powerful verse. And like you said, it aligns with your life like I mentioned earlier. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I definitely want to take that verse with me. And then, um, like, like we've said before, and like I've been thinking about, we want to take hold of that scripture. Like you're taking that, like this is what you're living. So let's take hold of that word and live that. So um, again, that is such a blessing. That whole story, um, only you know, only God can do that. And like you said, he, all those things happen to you for a reason. So um, I guess I would encourage anybody that may be going through something, maybe not, maybe not as bad as he, you know, you experience in your younger life, but if you are. God has a time. Trust His timing. He He take hold of His promises that are there in w- Your Word, like you said. After you suffered for a while, He will strengthen you. And it's the only way is through Him. So um, just uh, like you said, uh, like we said earlier, uh, may God be glorified in that. Um, run to Jesus. He, if you are not loved, He, He has said, come to me. Um, all you that are labor have all these heavy burdens, and He will give you rest. Amen. Um, so I just hope I want to, I'm encouraged to, to do that, to take hold of his word, to take hold of his promises. Um, so thank you for encouraging me that today, Trey. Thank you for being on the podcast. You're
1: welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes. And I hope you all have a great day. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. Don't forget that a new episode comes out every other Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. You can also find me on Instagram at On My Heart Podcast. If you have any questions, thoughts, or need to find out more information, just DM me and I will get back with you as soon as possible. As always, I hope and pray that this encourages all of us and glorifies God. Thank you, and I love each of you.